Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. Uh, we had our Christmas party last night, so I'm a little hungover. No, I'm not. I'm fine, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And um, last night was our Christmas party. We'll talk about that later. Um, a couple people from the sports book won prizes last night in a game, but I'm not going to tell you till later. We'll save that for later. Uh, on the show today, coming up on the video, is our man from Rampart Sportsbook, Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. <laughs> I love our little running jokes here. Uh, today is December 20th, 2023. It is show 51, ladies and gentlemen. And therefore, I'm, I'm wearing a shirt that Ryan brought in for me. This is the 51s, was the minor league baseball team. But they no longer exist. They're now the Aviators, correct? Yes, yes, they are the affiliate of the Oakland Athletics now. Oh, yeah, and who were they with the Fifty Ones? They were the they, so they were the Dodgers, they were the Mets, and they were the Blue Jays. Oh yeah, Dodgers so, for a long time, and the Padres, and, and the, the Padres. Padres. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you you also have a, a Fifty One yeah. jersey on. Yeah. And yours is very like Christmassy. Yeah. On the on the back, there's like uh, uh oh, <clears> we're UFO? the back, ladies and gentlemen. We're picking up cows. Picking up cows. <laughs> UFO picking up. That's cows. what the aliens do. They love their. They love beef. I think everyone knows that about <laughs> aliens. They don't like chicken. They like cows. Um, are we even allowed to talk about Area Fifty One? I mean, isn't that like? Can we get? I don't see why not. Taken off the air or something, or like something would happen to us if we talk. So Area Fifty One is not that far from there. here, right? It's um, it's the very suspicious government property. Uh, everyone believes there's UFOs and aliens there. The CIA publicly acknowledged the base's existence on June 25th, my sister's birthday, 2013, following a Freedom of Information Act requested. So anyway, so they remember there was one guy, remember a couple of years ago, some guy wanted to storm Area 51? Yep. They got a whole group on Facebook going yeah. together. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the government was like, yeah, you really don't want to do that. Well, they can't stop all of us, right? Like, <laughs> so strength in numbers, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. yeah. We should have been a part of it, man. Could have just... <laughs> Just as they pick us off yeah, one by one. Uh, it's only 83 miles from here. Area 51. Did you say June 25th? June 25th, yeah. That's your sister's birthday? Yeah. That's my dad's birthday. Oh, well, there you go. So they're, uh, yeah, they're, well, that we have that nice. in common. Yeah. When's Ashley's birthday? Your, your mother. She just passed, December 16th. Oh, that's right. We showed that happy birthday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Or no, wait, no, that was, yeah, that was her birthday, the video. Yes. And you were like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Last Friday. So maybe I am a little hungover, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm not. Area 51 there. We can't go. I don't even know if we were allowed to show that. <laughs> Ryan, do you believe in aliens? Well, I mean, with everything that we've been told about how extensive the universe is, I don't see how we can be the only life. How can we be alone? Yeah. Jerry, it's aliens, yes or no? Alone. He's saying yes. And she's saying thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up, John. Got the, got the camera back there. Everyone, now we have the camera. We, look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new camera angle right there. This is, you Seeing can now see Sean and Ann and Jerry and Ryan uh, in all their glory waving to the camera there. Uh, get back to me, please. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> it was way, I was off camera for way too long. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I saw breaking news just now, has been activated by the New York Jets, but will not play. So why the hell is that a news story? Yeah, if, if, uh, if Wilson goes down, is he going to come in? I, I don't know. Is, he's is active. Is that what that means? But is he, he's not going to dress in a uniform and stand there on the sideline in a uniform? Well, if he's active, wouldn't that mean that he is? Like, if yeah, he's, he's going to be part of the 53, he has to dress. Yeah, right? So, uh, you would think so. Or would he be like the third? Because now you can have that emergency quarterback and right, all that. Right, right. But it, they still have to dress, don't yeah, they? Yeah, right. So Yeah, they can't be like, oh, okay, hold on. we got to put a uniform on. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of UFOs and Aaron Rodgers, this is what's called a perfect segue in the biz. Aaron Rodgers believes that he's seen a UFO, and he told the story on Hard Knocks, and I think we have a little clip of this. I walked outside, and up in the clouds, you know, we, we heard this sound, and we saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky, and it was like a scene out of Independence Day. When you think he was on uh, Ayahuasca at this point? I can't believe you said I was going to say the yeah. same thing. I mean, <laughs> this is a gentleman... Like, uh, kind of explosion Explode. type fire in the sky wow i don't know yeah he could have been doing one of his ayahuasca trips i think he does mushrooms i don't know what he does he, didn't he lock himself in a hut for a couple days in uh, the darkness yeah do you know how long i'd last locked in a like a cave like that in darkness talking to yourself <laughs> in all honesty i would probably go crazy i probably would <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't take it. 
We have our own inside jokes here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, episode 51. That's why I'm wearing this 51 jersey, which, by the way, is the most comfortable jersey I've ever worn. It's very lightweight. Um, Area 51, but let's talk about jerseys. Let's talk about number 51s. And yesterday we had uh, Mike Singletary, probably one of the greatest linebackers of my I mean, I remember watching this guy just dominate. But today, top of the list, who do you got, Ryan? The monster of the midway. Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus. And this, this guy, uh, unfortunately, always played on bad teams. I don't even think he ever even made the playoffs. Uh, but he was, he was ferocious, man. Uh, Dick Butkus um, just passed away, just pa passed away this year. Um, but yeah, he was awesome. And then he, you know, he segued into acting. So he did a lot of shows. He was on a lot of commercials, a lot of Miller Lite commercials when I was a kid. And uh, he, was just, he was just a monster, man, and, and played dirty. But within the guideline, here's look at his hands. Look at Dick Buckus, number fifty-one, retired, of course. But look at the helmet; barely fits his head. That, that that doesn't look safe. There's no way that didn't prevent. No. no. Any oh that oh that was Bradshaw getting hit. I think. Yeah, I mean he was just a beast. Yeah. Now these would right, all be flags nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> these would all be yeah, penalties. Look at that. You can't you can't throw him on ripping. The yeah, your body to the side. You can't. I mean, look at that. He twisted the guy's yeah. head. He was trying to pop his head off. Absolute menace. And again, this is when the Steelers were really bad. But oh my God. And there's the Eagles. Get out of my way. And I love that back then NFL films had, had you know, they knew. Follow that guy. Keep a camera fit. Dude, that, that guy, he would play in today's game. Could you imagine him in today's game? He would fit right in. Absolute monster. But those would, he'd be fined about $40,000 a oh, week. Oh, for sure. At least. This is a great package that you found, man. Look at him. And again, I, I just mentioned, I never played on good teams. Never had a taste. Oh, my God. All right. That's a lot of dick butkus right there. You got probably another hour of that footage. Uh, other jersey, famous athletes, or are we, do, are we doing age 51, right? We've got age 51, and we've got players wearing 51. What do you want to do first? Put, put so, whatever one you want to put yeah, up we first. Can, we can do age first. All right. Let's go age. Former athletes that are 51 currently. Uh, the Rock is 51? Yep. I don't know. Did I, did I know? I would have thought, yeah, I guess that's about right. Yeah. 50, I mean, we look similar for the same, we're similar age. So, uh, Jerome Bettis who played for a football team. We're, we're past it. You can, you can, okay. I can say, can say today. Marvin Harrison senior. Now his son could be a Chicago bear. Hopefully a Chicago bear. If the bears have the number one pick, which right now they currently do right with yep. Carolina. Yep. Do you take him? You don't take Caleb Williams. You stick with, you stick with fields. I don't know. I, I think you wait and see what value you can get. With the number one pick, if you trade back, and if it's not enough, you don't get a player like you did in DJ Moore last year. Yeah. Maybe you take Caleb Williams because the media has made him look so special yeah. for the entire this entire year. Yeah. And then, but I don't know. P picking the last time we picked a wide receiver that high in the first round was Kevin White. Who? Ke yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he um, ever even play? Didn't he? Isn't this the guy who barely even he, played? He, yeah. Barely. Yeah. yeah. Where was he from? Uh. I don't. I want to. By say the way, you know that's not a wide receiver name. That's not a good wide receiver name, Kevin White. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't very good. Uh, who else is fifty-one? Mia Hamm, the lovely Mia Hamm, who I met in person once. Shaquille O'Neal, Kevin White, Shaq, West Virginia, West Virginia. Chipper Jones, Chipper Jones. Now, hopefully, we can get Chipper on the show when when Nagel, if Nagel comes back out during spring training, like we're hoping for, he's friends with Chipper. We'll try to get Chipper on. That would be cool to have yeah, our second Hall of Famer. Chipper and I have the same birthday. You do. Yep. April 24th. There you go. Yeah. Chipper Jones, just uh, in the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Yaramir Yager, Mr. Vegas. He loves Vegas. A lot of players come here for like a week or two in the summer. And who was it? Who was the player? I think Josh Joey was telling us. Yep. Someone said, oh, Yager, you're here for like a week. He goes, I'm here all summer. <laughs> he just stays in Vegas, likes to gamble. And the lovely Lisa Leslie. I actually, this is 25 years ago. I interviewed Lisa Leslie in the locker room of a game. And uh, we had set up the interview where she was sitting in a chair and I was going to be standing. And then right before we did the interview, she stood up. I was like, oh, damn. So here's me interviewing Lisa Leslie. So uh, great game tonight. And then just holding the mic like this <laughs> to the point where my arm was getting tired. She's so much taller than me. But very lovely woman, Hall of Fame basketball player. Who else is up there? Who, who else do you have? Uh, Dalip Singh Rana, the great Kali from uh, WWE or WWF. Oh, a wrestler. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know who that was. Yep. And then uh, Aurelia Dobre, she was a world champion gymnast in the 70s, 80s. Wow, okay. From Romania. I was going to say, I'm not. she wasn't on the U.S. team. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. We have our first female gymnast mentioned on the show. Or no, we mentioned Mary Lou Retton once, actually, I think. Yeah. All right. But anyway, those are good. And then um, 
there you go. We saw the jersey. Oh, let's go to the jerseys, right? Jersey 51. It's show 51 here on Punchlines. Uh, 51, let's see the jerseys. Who do we got? Butkus. Randy Johnson. Oh, God. Ichiro. That's right. Trevor Hoffman, who is... uh, Rivera passed him in all-time saves. That's right. Mariano Rivera passed. Hoffman was always the most dominant guy. Sam Mills. Such a high leg Sam Mills. Hoffman, too. I love Sam Mills. He was a linebacker, undersized guy for the Panthers, and I think the Saints, too. He was awesome. Brian Campbell. Who's Brian Campbell? That's a hockey one you snuck in on me. Yep. Cup champion. And then, of course, I mean, who could forget Boban Marjanovic? Marjanovic? Yeah, that guy. I almost put Duncan Marjanovic. <laughs> Yesterday, we had David Robinson, and you had him as Duncan Robinson. Who's also a player on the Heat. Who? Duncan Robinson. Is there really a Duncan Robinson? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was your confusion. Yeah, that might have been why that looked okay to me. <laughs> now, Randy Johnson, I, I saw Randy Johnson pitch a couple times, and I sat behind the plate, and I, I was afraid sitting behind the plate with Randy Johnson pitching. I can't imagine what it would be like to face him. Being at the plate? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because it's like, it's like the movie, uh, it's like Bull Durham, like Nuke Lelouch, when uh, you know Kevin Costner was Crash Davis, and the ball would be thrown over the head. He's like, look, I don't know where it's going. I mean, the hitters were, were afraid to dig in. Do we have the John Kruk video? Okay. So here's Kruk in the All-Star game facing Randy Johnson. I remember watching this game live. It was hysterical. Uh, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be there. So look, that first pitch. Now, if Randy Johnson did that on purpose. So the crowd's laughing. I forget what city it's in. Uh, looking at that stadium, that looks like it might be Texas. So Krug takes his helmet off. Look at that. That's 101 miles an hour. <laughs> I think Randy Johnson did it on purpose or was trying to hit his bat or something at Oriole Park. Oh, it's Oriole Park. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, the lighting's right. So what does Kruk do? The next pitch. Yeah, he just looks at strike two. And I think he took it. Doesn't he take his helmet off and put it on back? Look at they're laughing. Right. And then he just. <laughs> yeah, so that's strike two. Everyone's laughing. Is that Frank Thomas, I think? And then, yeah, I'm just going to go sit down now. Thank you. I made the all-star team. <laughs> He's laughing. God, Kruk was so good. He used to be so good on... Uh, on uh, ESPN, I don't, I don't know what he's doing now. Maybe he's, I think he, maybe he does color for some team. But anyway, John Crock, that was great. So happy birthday to Randy Johnson, who is now a photographer, right? He just does. Yeah, photographs. He, he along with Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. That's right. We were talking about that. Ken Griffey was trying to shake the hand of Floyd Mayweather at a game because he had like the press vest, and Mayweather's like, oh, I don't want to meet some photographer, and it's like, no, that's one of the best baseball players of all time, all right time. there. Yeah, Mayweather is a jerk. The kid. Uh, oh, he's from here. He could find me. <laughs> I'm in Area 51. Floyd. Uh, yeah, anyway, great, great, great stuff there. All right, let's go to Frank's Fast Takes. Are we going to open it up? Are we opening it up? Frank's All Fast right. Takes, here it comes. Begin. All right, so we got the cue from Billy Gardell. Uh, want to talk about on this day in sports history, we'll do this one. Uh, Kobe Bryant, December 20th, 2005. So this is what, 18 years ago, Kobe Bryant scores 62 points in three quarters. Here are some of the highlights. What makes this game special to me is I was at that game. Now, this was one of the best perks of all time, Ryan. Uh, by the way, they played much faster back there, uh, back in yeah. 2005. <laughs> no, I had to speed this up because it yeah, was a 10-minute You had to speed it up because yeah. it's cold. I love it. So anyway, uh, when I was hosting Street Smarts, it was a show done by Warner Brothers. So they had a box at Center Court at Staples Center, which is now Crypto Arena. So there was this guy who was in charge of all the tickets to concerts and games. And I would email him all the time. I'm like, hey. Does anybody want to, you know, hey, what's going on with tickets? He goes, look, I got tickets to a Laker game. So I got, so I got the box. Me and some buddies went, sat center court, and watched Kobe Bryant score 62 points in three quarters. Now, the team he was playing was at Ma- uh, the Mavericks. Yep. After three quarters, it was Kobe Bryant 62, Mavericks 61. He outscored the team in three quarters. So now, I mean, you want to talk about an electric atmosphere. The place is going nuts when Kobe's, every time he's scoring, because we're like, oh my God, could we see him score 100 points? Will Chamberlain, right? No footage of Will Chamberlain scoring 100. Am I going to witness history? Pulled him after the third quarter. In a one-point game. Between Kobe and the Mavericks. Well, yeah, I mean. They were up 34 at the end of the third quarter. Well, exactly. But anyway, so, uh, (laughs) but yeah, they sat Kobe, so he didn't score another point. The crowd kind of was booing Phil Jackson, but. It would have been uh, nice. So that was the career high for him at the time, I think, because he then later got 81 points, right? Yep. Yeah. But I was at that game, and, you know, when he – I got to see greatness. That was the, probably the best NBA game. Uh, that's the most memorable one I've ever been to. I've been to, you know, not a ton. I'd say like a dozen Laker games. I've never seen a, a game in any other city. But 
for that to be one of the games, that was incredible. And uh, I'm a big Laker fan, so that was really cool to see a piece of history. Ooh. And the Lakers are playing tonight. Lakers are playing the Chicago Bulls tonight. Lakers are minus four and a half against the Bulls. And the Lakers are struggling. They are struggling since they won that in-season tournament trophy. I think they're one in three. And they hoisted the banner up the other night. Did you see that? I do not understand that whatsoever. <laughs> a banner for, for the, an in-season tournament. In-season tournament. And you're hoisting it in December. My theory okay. is that the league wanted the Lakers to win. Probably. They wanted them to put this banner up. Yes. So that way, every other time they do this in-season tournament and it's a different team, that yeah. team gets to put a banner up. Yeah, I guess so. What are you putting up an in-season tournament banner know. for? And by the way, the size of it was also comical. Like it was smaller than all the championship yeah. banners, which by the way, it should be. But yeah, the Lakers. And then they lost to the Knicks at home. And we had that dog that was on the show. That was everywhere. Um, but yeah. Lakers tonight, I don't know. Can they can they get out of that funk? Well, as predicted by Reno Paul, that after the Lakers went seven and zero and won that cup or trophy, whatever you want to call it, he said they will struggle because it took a lot out of them, and it did. The Bulls have been playing well without Zach Levine. So if, uh, if Zach Levine's the main ball handler tonight, I, I would probably is he go playing tonight? Um, I don't know. He hasn't played in a while. Well, there's the line. Yeah, it's down to four. So Lakers four points, uh, two twenty four and a half. See now on a game like that. I'm tempted to take the over because, well, I'm Frankie Overs. We haven't talked to Sean today if he has any NBA picks, but he's been on fire. Matt Neverett, by the way, gave a couple picks yesterday, uh, and he did all right. But he had Butler minus 10.5. Butler yeah. won by Levine's 10. Not playing. And then he had uh, Citadel versus Notre Dame under, which did hit. Correct, Ryan? The Citadel game? Yeah. Yes. And Citadel won the game outright. Yeah, it flew under. The total was 110. Or the 130. Yeah, that's what the line yeah. was, was 130 yeah. and it ended 110. 110, yeah. So Matt was all, he talked about pace of play. Yep. Right. So Matt and Everett, he gave, uh, gave that winner. And then, boy, the Butler game, man. It, I, I don't know if you got it, if you bet it, if you got it at 10 or 10 and a half, but they won by 10. So a half point. And then the San Antonio, Texas San Antonio game, their starting quarterback, he had that pick, but the starting quarterback didn't play. I don't even remember. We were watching the game at the party. I think and it then, ended 34-17 UTSA. So they did cover. They did cover. My, okay, so he uh, my grandpa texted me this morning. And that he one loss, that. my God, was by a half point. All right, so we got some live comments. I'm not, uh, yeah, okay, there's live Paul. Paul's got, in the live comments, he's got one of his, uh, let's see. We need an Ad Alex and Jacqueline Pickham segment. I would be all for that. We had Jacqueline Marfuji Caprio here. She's the female MC for the Magic Mike show at the Sahara, not the Sahara. Uh, her and Alex doing a pair. Hey, look, I would love to have her back if she if she wants to. Joey B, you're right. Lakers will win tonight, Paul says. And John Marshall in season tournament. Old men, what's it say? Old men, what? Old men can't finish a regular season. Can't finish. A regular season. <laughs> Talking yeah, about Lakers LeBron. Mindar, um, his best movie was Hamburg. Wait, how was the open bar last night, Frank? Joey B, it was very good. <laughs> yeah, to say no, the what least. What does that cough mean? All right, I decided to have a few shots. That's all I'm saying. Did a little Jameson, played a little blackjack. All right, we're good to go. All right, let's bring in our guest, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this gentleman, this is like his fifth appearance, I think, maybe sixth. He might be leading the league now. Well, his fourth was in studio, right? Yeah, he so, was here. Yeah. So, yeah, this is this is. I think five. it's his fifth. All right, uh, from the Rampart Sportsbook, it's our friend Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. There he is. What's happening, Dwayne? What's up today? What's how you feeling today on this beautiful Wednesday morning afternoon? Feeling good. Feeling good, Frank. You know, the definitely it's the holiday season. So, uh, you know, plenty of bowl games, plenty of NFL. So we're feeling good and uh, a lot of shopping running around today, uh, you know, getting last minute stuff done. And so you're a last minute guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, some things last minute, some things I, uh, you know, prepare for. And definitely, uh, you know, the food I like to shop as fresh as possible, you know, so I'm getting the food late. That's the last minute stuff is just rounding up all the uh, meats and everything to have a nice feast on Eve and uh, Christmas. Now Day. on Christmas Eve, now I know it's a big Italian thing. My family didn't do this, but there's the Feast of the Seven Fishes is a big Italian thing. Do you do that? No, Frank, I know. no. You know, it's too hard. Yeah, you know, it's so hard to do it. Even though I, I'm full-blooded Italian, right. it's definitely difficult. And especially here in Las Vegas, you know, you, I like to have fish, you know, of some sort. Right. I like to have lobster, uh, shrimp, oh, stuff wow. like that. I'm not going to go crazy, you know, looking for uh, all the uh, galamad and the scongeli and all that. You know, that's crazy. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it takes a lot to prepare, too. And, uh, you know, my mom doesn't have much help anymore other than myself and my dad, uh, you know, and they're getting older. So it's definitely more difficult to do the uh, Feast of the Seven Fishes. And, uh, you know, we like to get steaks then on Christmas Day. There you go. Uh, yeah, you know how it is. You know, you got to have your meat and your proteins without a doubt. <laughs> now there's a what's that, what was that in the meat and the protein the meat and the proteins yeah <laughs> that's italians you know uh by the way what, what what kind of pasta are you having just doing spaghetti or what do you do uh yeah probably gonna keep it simple yeah. you know a uh, little spaghetti with uh you know pomodoro uh, fresh tomato sauce and uh you know uh, definitely gonna have a nice steak i ordered a nice piece of meat from uh pat lafrida's and that uh, was delivered today so that's just fabulous they they send it in two days they don't freeze it it's totally Ooh. fresh probably the best meat purveyor on the east coast and i have it shipped out here to vegas in two days and they never fail wow what's and the name of it again uh pat lafrida okay and they have a stand actually at city field Okay. Where they serve, I guess, burgers and stuff like that. Wow. I haven't been to Seafield yet, but yeah, definitely East Coast famous and definitely the best, uh, you know, cuts of meat you could get. Because I've had difficulty getting good, real good meat and steaks out here in Las Vegas. You know, uh, Whole Foods, I used to, you know, go to a lot, but I've gone <laughs> as frequent now. And it's hard to get a, you know, a butcher. It isn't like back home in Pittsburgh or New York where you have your local butcher. Right, exactly. You know, Manhattan. Manhattan just has fabulous meats and uh, selection. So nice. it's a lot different here in Vegas. All right. So there are a lot of sports. Now, when I was a kid, I remember on Christmas Day, the only thing on Christmas was uh, it was like the blue gray game or something. There was like a college all-star game and it was just boring. It was like, uh, we need sports on Christmas. So the NFL has come to the rescue, of course. And so is the NBA. The NBA is doing, what is it? Like five or six games in a row with the last game starting at like 1030 back East. It'll be crazy. But um, what's the action like, uh, on these Christmas weekend games and stuff? You got stuff going on yet? Well, you know, we got some great handle always on the Christmas day action, yeah. you know, and you do have, uh, it seems like football is every day of the week now. I know. So you start right <laughs> off with this Ram New Orleans game, and that's a fabulous game without a doubt. And then you got the big three games where, uh, you know, we're definitely seeing a little Kansas City action here at the Rampart in South Point. Uh, Frank, you know how it is uh, against the Raiders. They just own this team, and definitely <laughs> Mahomes showed that they could cover last week. So, you know, Kansas City is definitely going to be a focal point. Also, you got the big Philly Giant uh, matchup with uh, Tommy Cutlets. He came back down to earth this week though you know you saw how a good defense could definitely provoke a weak giant offense so yeah. now you're going to see a lot of philadelphia backers i feel because philly has been playing terrible and this is a, a nice chance to right the ship and i think that a lot of the uh, public are going to be teasing them down as well as these money line parlays that have been very uh, uh you know a, a big attraction yeah. this year frank yeah. where teams are just not even laying the points but adding teams on and the favorites have been covering so We've been getting shellacked, and the big matchup is the late game. Five and a half San Francisco yeah. at the Rampart in South Point. What a fabulous matchup. Oh, Lamar Jackson played great Jacksonville. Yeah, and, you know, San Francisco is the juggernaut right now. Definitely the favorite to win the Super Bowl and run the table. They look fabulous. So many offensive weapons, Frank. That's when crazy. you look at Debo, McCaffrey, it's like a fist fight of who's going to win the MVP on that team, let alone the NFL. And you saw <laughs> Dallas got exposed, Frank. I, I was so disappointed in my Cowboys. You know, to play so heartless in Buffalo. And, you know, now you have the back-to-back -back playing these AFC East teams against Miami. I mean, this is going to be a difficult spot, but a great, great handle game, I'm telling you now. <laughs> and the public is betting my Cowboys. I mean, I'm looking at the market and, uh, you know, one and a half now from the opener, uh, actually, of uh, I believe Chris opened it at two. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're seeing good two-way action. And I think a lot of Miami money will come in late just because, they, uh, you know, people like to pound it on when the Cowboys look a little weak. And uh, I think Dallas could bounce back, but they have to play with way more heart, Frank. Yeah. Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne, you mentioned that Monday night game, the Ravens-Niners. Do you think that uh, that game has any telltale of the uh, MVP race between Brock Purdy, mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson? 
let me tell you, Lamar has been playing fabulous. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, Lamar has stepped it up to another level. And it's just great to see this kid playing in week 15, 16, 17, and 18. Last few seasons, him at his MO was, oh, I get injured right before it comes playoff time. And the uh, Ravens started to lose games naturally without their team leader. And there was that contract squabble. So now he's at the top of his game. Brock Purdy has played very well, though. You know, San Francisco... They look nearly unbeatable. Ravens played a fabulous game against Jacksonville, dominated that team. It's going to be definitely, uh, you know, a, a tight MVP race. And, you know, you still have Prescott involved in there. And if he could blow out Miami, possibly, he could be in that race. But I don't think that'll happen. I think for sure. I, You know, we, we were talking about this, the MVPs. I don't know right now if I had a vote, which I don't. Um, I have to go Brock Purdy. He's first in every quarterback category. It's a quarterback league. McCaffrey was a future I looked at a couple months ago. I'm like, this. I mean, I honestly think it's going to come down to these last three games, right? I mean, it, it's really the closest MVP race we've seen in a long time. I, I still think it. Ha if the Niners win out, one of the Niners has to win, right? It has. If McCaffrey scores like six touchdowns in the next three games, I, I might switch my vote. But right now, Purdy, yes, it's the system is great. He's still throwing the ball. He's still making the decisions, which people forget. Um, and no one saw coming from this guy who's Mr. Irrelevant drafted in the seventh round. Right now, I'd vote Brock Purdy, but I don't know. It could change. I mean, Well, their ending schedule is at home against the Ravens, right. in Washington against the Commanders, and then at home against the Rams. Right. So other than Monday night, should be a bit of a cakewalk. Yeah, although the, the, the Rams play them tough, right? That's a division game. I mean, the, Ram, the, Rams, are, the Rams aren't a bad team. Yeah, Rams play them tough, except uh, SoFi is Levi's South. That's so. true. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? That's right. And they're trying to not. Yeah, that's. Yeah. There is it. Is it you're saying the last game is last LA? game is in San Francisco. Oh, it's in San Francisco. Yes. That's right. Because they already had most of the stadium. Boy, that really pissed off all the Ram fans. But, uh, you, you know, you talked about the Dolphins. I have a futures bet on the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Oh, there's the schedule right there. Sorry. Yeah, that's the NFC West look ahead. I'm glad we have the Cardinals up there. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the divisions. The division. I know. I understand. So uh, it's yeah, they're minus one twenty to win the division, to win the conference, to win the conference. I was going to say, holy shit, I'm gonna, or, holy crap, I'm going to run to the sports book. I just saw Jerry. Jerry <laughs> was a finger immediately. And when Jerry pointed at me right away, Jerry swore on the show, Dwayne, last week. So there's yeah, you swore uh, when I was there. He swears time. all day. He's like a truck driver back here. <laughs> you know, gotta get a bar of soap for this kid. Nah, he's the best. We're gonna get FCC fines. <laughs> I don't know. Right, but but here, Here's the thing on the Dolphins, though, I want to say, because I, I, do, I do have a futures bet on the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. But I, this is a question for you as a sportsbook, uh, you know, running the sportsbook over there. Do people bet more on the Dolphins now because they're on hard knocks? Because everyone's talking about hard knocks. The HBO show, in season, they follow the Dolphins. Every time I watch this or I hear Mike McDaniels talk or I hear him break down the future, I'm like, I get like, I'm like, yes, the Dolphins will win. They will cover. I'm just wondering, do people bet Miami more now because they're on TV every Tuesday night on HBO? Or is that I just think a stupid the state? effect. No, no. Okay. I think the effect is a curve here, Frank. Okay. The Jets. It really came into play early wow. in the season because you're seeing Aaron Rodgers. They were the team on hard knocks, and it starts pray. You know, so many people are waiting for the NFL. So I think they wait. You know, and wait and wait, and then they get hungry. And prior to the season starting, that's a very popular show. I don't think as yeah. many people view on the midseason one, but definitely Miami, just because of the flag with Tyreek Hill, with Waddle, with Mostert. They have that, uh, you know, fabulous offense, left-handed quarterback that can really drill the ball down yeah. the field. Miami is a very appealing team, and people do, we do have an increased handle on this team, naturally, because they're so flashy, and they are very competitive in the AFC East, like we said, with Buffalo, you know, somewhat coming down to earth, playing a little better now, naturally. But, uh, you know, that was hard not to. They had to improve on that team. Mm. So I think that Miami is definitely one of the top teams in the AFC. You know, Lamar Jackson, he has his fans, and he's under the microscope, as well as Mahomes, each and every week. But now Miami is starting to creep into the picture, and, uh, you know, as long as they win and dominate, they're going to be very difficult to stop. I mean, that was a very nice win against the Jets. People are calling for Robert Sala's job now on the East Coast. Yeah. So, you know, when you start to affect other teams in that way, Frank, and you're dominating, you definitely have a chance to catch that ticket. Cameron, uh, Cameron Wolf, a reporter for the Dolphins, said today, about an hour ago, that none of the Dolphins' starting O-line practice today. 
Tyreek Hill didn't practice today. Raheem Mostert didn't practice today. Devon Achan didn't practice today, and neither did Xavier Howard. So, going against that Cowboys defense, how how can you not get those guys reps? Yeah, going against that defense. Is there, well, they all yeah. have COVID or something? What's going on there? Those? Well, I mean, they're all kind of banged up. Okay. So maybe just giving them a little bit of extra rest. But wow, Cowboy I, defense looked terrible last oof. week. Uh, you know, I'm very critical of my Cowboys. They looked horrible. It looked like you just put the you know the ball in the running back's hands and you're going to shred. And then Allen, who's mobile, was definitely killing them, and the wide receivers as well, and the referees. So you know, it, it's a whole combination. The I Bills think look it's revamped. Mental. With yeah. Joe Brady taking yeah. over the offense, yeah, and since that, and plus since the the controversy with McDermott, the Bills it's, who we, it's still we Josh Allen. it's still Josh Allen, it's still Josh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not buying into that yet. Uh, you know, it, yeah, a couple of flashy wins. They look great dominating Dallas. Miami has just as a, an effective offense. The the microscope is Tyree Kill. Yeah. As long as he plays, they are so much of a better team. If he sits out, then, yeah, definitely the Cowboys have a massive chance. And I think the other guys are just resting due to these banged-up little dink injuries because you don't want to get exposed down the stretch. Right. You want to save it. This yeah. is a playoff team. So, yes, great points. And definitely Dallas got dinged up against Buffalo. You saw them get manhandled. There were times where Parson was limping off. Uh, you know, uh, definitely uh, CD got crushed towards the end of the game yeah. have to keep your eye on definitely the injuries are uh definitely relevant your cowboys are two different teams at home and on the road i mean it's it's like it, it literally looks like two different teams at home they haven't lost in what like two years or whatever i mean they haven't lost at all and then they go on the road and that buffalo game i had dallas teased down i'm like this oh this, these points with dallas come on that's a lock and then it was over quick <laughs> yeah. yeah very they're, quick they're three and four on on the road this year and seven and oh at home that is not good. Um, I want to talk about the Bills. Going back to the Bills, minus 14, or what is it, minus 12? Right, a couple weeks ago, we wouldn't have thought, but now no Justin yeah, It's 11 against the Chargers in L.A. It's 11, okay. It's in L.A. Buffalo coming across the country, but there will be so many Buffalo fans at that game. I mean, any Charger fans that were left are gone. <laughs> now that I mean, now that Herbert's gone, right? And is Easton Stick getting the start again? Yeah. So, I mean, any Charger fans that were left, and it's the Christmas weekend, so everyone's bailing out of Los Angeles, that will be a <laughs> Buffalo Bills home game. Because you know some people probably planned this trip months ago to go to L.A., sunny L.A., to get out of Buffalo. That will be a Bills home game. I don't know if that factors into the line, but you're telling me it's 11 right now. Um, but like two weeks ago, that line yeah. would have been closer. But now 24. Yeah, and the over is what, 44? Yeah. yeah. Well, Buffalo could put that up on their own. I don't know, because the, the Chargers look like they've just gave, but they do now have the interim coach, right? So teams always rally around an interim coach. So I don't know. Who do you like in that game? The money line's minus 750. And Who do you like in that game, and will people be betting that money line in parlays? Well, it's a significant move. Look at yeah. it. I, I mean, you see it. Uh, 14, we had the opener, and now it's down to 11. So people are definitely looking at the underdog at home here. Jeez. But, uh, you know, it's so hard to, to back these charges. They I know. so terrible. And I know they wanted, uh, you know, the head coach out. And what better way just to leave, hang out in <laughs> Vegas, enjoy your holiday, get home safe. You know, I mean, uh, for the Raiders to go from zero to 63 was just incredible in itself. And that definitely, is, you know, it shows you how bad uh, that the L.A. Chargers are. And definitely you're going to have a big Buffalo uh, crowd there. It's going to be scary. I tell you the truth. I like Buffalo as, a, you know, unless I see injuries and guys sitting and resting you know you definitely you know if they build a big lead they're going to put in second uh, string guys because it is possible that they could sure. be leading by 20 plus points at halftime uh, anything is possible with these charges and especially without herbert that's the key yeah. you know missing major <clears throat> weapons and when these guys get banged up and hurt it just makes it even more difficult and they don't really have their heart in the game coming off the you know that vicious beating so yeah i definitely like buffalo at his spot i'm not going to doubt uh Buffalo, but you know, they do have a tendency to play to the level of their competition. Let's keep this in mind, guys. This is why they blew a lot of uh, you know, games they should have won early in yeah. the season, and there were a few miraculous wins early in the season. So that's the only reason I still uh, have questions about the coaching staff. Yeah, now they're rallying around the head coach, but how long does that last? I mean, you have to yeah. uh, play multiple weeks and possibly on the road in the playoffs, Frank. So it's going to be interesting to see Buffalo, but they're, they're a strong team right now. Yeah, and coming off that big win against Dallas, you just hope that they're not like, you know, believe in their own press right now and come out and lay an egg. I don't know. Who do you like in that game, Ryan? Who, if you had to bet? 
Which game? The Buffalo game. The, uh, yeah, I, probably the Bills. The Bills. And I mean, so you're telling me that opened at 14 and came down, so people are betting the Chargers, which is a shock to me. Yeah. I would have thought it went yeah, the other that, way. All right. Opening so, line at the So Oh, sorry. So, Dwayne, if you were the commissioner of the NFL, is there one rule you – if you were commissioner for a day, what would you change about the NFL? Anything? <laughs> I think there has to be somebody who could, uh, you know, who's doing the reviews of these yes. plays that could see a little better. I mean, it, the game was literally over. So, I, I mean, even though they called it interception on that last play, yeah. uh, the Eagle game I'm referring to, yes, yes. I mean, what are these guys seeing that we don't see? I mean, it's plain as day his toe did not touch the turf. So now you have, uh, you know referees interpreting oh yeah he did he had possession all this it, it's just there has to be maybe a video review conference center that's you know away from the game where they're telling the referee no look you're wrong this is what happened he did not touch the the turf they have the greatest technology in the world so i think the referees have to be a little more under the microscope because they have made so many bad calls this year guys yeah. uh you know i just don't i, I don't have faith in them anymore and it, it takes away from the integrity of the game uh, you know uh, it, it's one thing a coach McCarthy not challenging the digs fumble but how are these refs and how are the replays missing all of this why is it not called properly on the field why does a referee uh, you know have to come into play in the final <laughs> outcome and why yeah. does a head coach have to be that job to where uh, you know you're under a knife 30 <laughs> seconds yeah. running up a hurry-up offense, how do you make this call? So I definitely think it's uh, it's got to be revamped, guys. And, and they have to look at the referees right. a little more. And the way this season has gone with a lot of really bad calls, my fear is this: this there's going to be a huge play in a playoff game, a conference championship, the Super Bowl, that's going to come down and it's going to be blown. So again, you know, if people say this, I'm not the only one, it's a billion-dollar sports league with part-time employees, right? They need like a full-time program for these guys, and I, I just... You know, I love replay. I think I grew up without replay and it was frustrating, right? You'd say that was, how did they blow that call? So I love replay, but there's got to be a better way. I mean, I just, yeah. Well, they're losing the good referees to be broadcasters, to be on the broadcast teams. Oh, that's interesting. So like yeah. Gene Steratore is getting more money by, from CBS than he would being a referee. That's interesting. Where's Gene Steratore from, Jerry? Do we know? I think he's from, um, I think he's from Pittsburgh. I'm allowed to mention Pittsburgh once. All right. Last thing with you, Dwayne, I want to talk about our boy Tommy DeVito, who we love. We love everything he's done for the Italians. We love right, all right. this. We love all this. So we reported this story yesterday. He was going to be paid $10,000 to show up to this pizza place, sign some autographs for an hour. Well, his agent, Steve Stiletto. What is Sean Stiletto. Sean Stiletto. Stiletto. It's tomato, tomato. Anyway, he says, the story is that the owner of the place says, well, the agent said, well, his rate isn't 10000 now. It's been doubled to 20000 so this guy goes on social media and says, look, I apologize to all the fans who wanted to come see Tommy DeVito, come to the pizza place. Uh, hey, I got, they, 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 they're trying to double the rate on me. I can't do it, right? We're a small family-owned place. Then the agent said, no, no, it was never official. Then the guy posts screen grabs showing it was agreed at $10,000. So what a genius thing Tommy DeVito did, a PR move. He showed up to the pizza place for free. And look at this. There he is yesterday. And what's he doing there, Ryan? Making uh, making soda the old-fashioned way. He's making sodas the old-fashioned way. So, I mean, again, so again, this is what agents are for. They can play the bad guy. They have to fall on the sword there. So Tommy just looks like a good guy. He shows up for free, and everyone loses their mind. So that's a good P That's all PR right there, right? You, but you got to love this kid, right, Dwayne? Yeah, let me tell you, he did the right thing, which is, uh, you know, uh, he shows that he has some class and definitely, yeah. you know, overrode his manager, basically, and said, you know, I'm not going to, you know, go out looking like a Gavoni. I'm going to definitely show up. I'm going to make a few nice sodas. Those sodas, let me tell you, too, those sodas are unbelievable if you use that Coke, old school syrup, definitely, you know, uh, similar to uh, making an egg cream back home. Right. Uh, he did the right thing, and he showed up to the pizzeria. It was a great PR move. You know, the kid, he knows how the NFL works and what social media and yeah. other uh, media outlets to do to you. So he's very perceptive to that. Maybe his agent wasn't, but, you know, <laughs> he's definitely riding high right now despite the loss. And he's coming out looking good, definitely, with I, that move. I, 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 I and, the right. and the Giants and Eagles were playing on Christmas Day. I mean, come on. Right. That's just, and that game's in Philly, right? Or yes. is it, okay, it's yes. in Philly. You know, it's going to be a ton of New York fans. You know, they're going to, what's the over under at the Rampart on how many times they'll cut to his family in the stands? Do you have an over under? 
on the DeVito family appearances. And and you go into the pregame, like when they tailgated, (laughs) that was incredible. Bread they had last week. Yeah. They had chicken cutlets, they had roasted peppers, they had mozzarella. I mean, you know, the family definitely does it right. And uh, they're riding high, I tell you. I notice also that now he's advertising uh, his dad, his uh, plumbing service, I think it is. I was hearing on 1010 <laughs> Wins. You know, that's a big story in New York that now he's advertising on major media outlets. And, uh, you know, the whole family is embracing it. And it's the right thing to do. It's sim- similar to uh, Lynn Sanity a few years ago. It, Remember that? Jeremy when, uh, Lynn, buddy. Know, Jeremy Lynn. Lynn Sanity. Right. Exactly, wow. Frank. You know. So hey. Definitely. You know, he's doing the right thing and he's properly motivated. It's his 15 minutes of fame. I hope it lasts. I don't know if Daniel Jones can ever quarterback the Giants again. Uh, right now, that spreads at five. All right, that's wow, five points. That's oh, a, that, oh, no, no, I think it's, yeah, I think the graphic is a little uh, screwed up. Oh, I think okay, it's, uh, it's, 11, it's eleven and a half. It's eleven and yeah, a half. The All font right. got messed up. Oh, the font yeah. got messed up. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, Philly okay. by eleven and a half. Uh, the total know. is forty-two and a half. Okay, eleven and a half. I was going to say that's how, that. My reaction was going to be, well, that seems low. So I'm, I got to, so I'm going to take over the show. I'm going to run to the window right now and place a bet on the Eagles. But I hope Tommy plays well. We hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Uh, we always love having you on the show. Uh, any final thoughts for our viewers that love having you on the show, by the way? Yeah, definitely come out uh, to the Rampart. I'll be there on Christmas Day for that plethora of NBA and NFL action. So definitely come out and say hi. And uh, it's a, a great time of the season. Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank you for having me on Punchlines. You know, I really enjoy it. I mean, I love joining you guys. It's such a pleasure and uh, definitely have a great new year as well because we're going to pick some winners. We have the jackpot card at the Rampart in South Point. Don't forget about that. Get those in, guys. $5,000. And it's going to exceed that because it always does. Chris does a fabulous job with that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a nice spread on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I love it. You know, uh, definitely to everybody out there, my friends and family, uh, Merry Christmas. Right, don't be a Gavon. What was that? What was that? <laughs> that was the best. Um, and lastly, yes, what, how are you doing in the bookie contest? Still in front by six games, guys. Nice. I intended to lead by two more. Uh, you know, we're trying. We led every week, 15 straight weeks oh. going into this week. Uh, tough Thursday night game, tough Christmas games. I got to rein it in. Uh, you know, I had a big week this week because the consensus uh, it was horrible. I think it was like four and ten, and I was able to go about nine and uh, five. So uh, definitely it was a good week. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we're going to keep it rolling, guys. We're going to try and win this. All right. We'll see you soon, Dwayne. We love having you on the program. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thank you, Dwayne. Kalucci, everybody. Kalucci. We'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas' top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 12.30 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grand View Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza.
Welcome back to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. That's Ryan McCormick, and we got Jerry, Ann, and Sean. They have their own camera now, ladies and gentlemen. First day with the camera. We can see the behind-the-scenes magic here at Punchlines when we want to. Now, there it is. There they are. <laughs> Hard-working crew. We had a good time last night at the uh, Christmas party, by the way. Yeah, we did. And uh, Ryan, so they, we played games. And the girls from the sport, it was the, the whole sports book. We had the punch Punchlines crew was there and the Sports by the Book crew, Jeff Parles, who are off today. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. But we had to be here today, bright and early at noon. Well, I was, oh, you guys were here really early, weren't you? Yeah, race day was this morning. Oh, race day with Ralph Sirocco. Yeah, that, that's right. I got to sleep in a little bit. But anyway, Christmas party was great. We played a bunch of games. And Ryan, you won yourself a prize last night, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I won the first game. I won a... Uh, Let's see it. Let's see what he won, ladies and gentlemen. I won a karaoke mic. <laughs> <laughs> now, how does that work? Can we? How does that function? So it's Bluetooth. Are there songs in the mic or no? No, it's Bluetooth. So like you pair your phone to it. Okay. And then you play, you okay, play a song so you from your phone. Okay. And then you basically sing into it, but it plays the music at the same time. So you're basically just singing over the song. Oh, okay. But you could pull up a karaoke version of a song, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted, it's a pretty cool. And then the speaker is right on the side of the microphone there. Yeah, I think it's like right in the. Wouldn't any in would, the someone UFO like? To, would we like to hear Ryan sing a song for us? Anybody? Oh man, what? Is it not working? Uh, I didn't repair this. What what song am I supposed to sing? Go 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 go. What am I supposed to sing? I don't Just know. Any song? Sing a Christmas carol. Do the barking dogs jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I want a blanket later on in the evening for playing some game. Uh, it was basically like a categories thing. Yeah. And the letter we had, I mean, it's fitting that I won. The letter was F. And Surprise, I, Jerry didn't win. Yeah. Watch Jerry. Jerry, well, Jerry and the letter F, we know. <laughs> Got to be careful. Tomorrow on this program, uh, live in the studio, we will have comedian Butch Bradley. Butch is an old friend of mine from the Laugh Factory out in L.A. He does a, live, or he does a uh, residency at the L.A. Comedy Club, which is located in the Strat here in Vegas. Thursday through Sunday, I think I'm going to go and uh, check out the club and do a set tomorrow at the Strat. And uh, so Butch will be here uh, on Thursday. So we have a comedian here tomorrow and then Jeff Parles tomorrow, right, on Thursdays? So Jeff and Butch. All right, so we had some uh, Frank's Fast Takes. The reason we didn't close Frank's Fast Takes, Bob Del Pizzo, if you're watching, because we didn't finish. Uh, we want to talk about fantasy football. You're a fantasy football player, right? Now, I know you had that opening week was like the George Kittles three times. You had like every receiver scored like yeah, Kittle, three touchdowns. Chase, Kittles, DJ yeah. Moore. Yeah. Yeah. All right, how is your fantasy team doing? Um, well, two leagues, uh, I didn't make the playoffs. Uh -oh. uh, one of the leagues I did make the playoffs, I had Tyreek Hill and Chris Olave, and oh. they were both ruled out last week, and Damn. they were my two best receivers. So yeah. didn't win that matchup. And then the, the final league I'm in, I had the bye week in the first week of the playoffs. So okay. we'll, see, we'll see how we <laughs> wow, finish in that for one. You. All right, the reason we talk about fantasy football is we're going to go ahead and talk about a gentleman by the name of Jerome Harrison. And you're probably saying, who the hell is Jerome Harrison? Well, on this day in 2009, Jerome Harrison had one of the best rushing performances in NFL history. 34 carries, 286 yards, and a 41-34 win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Joshua Cribbs, who was the best kick returner, used to torture the Steelers and all of the NFL, had two kickoff returns for touchdowns. This was a wild game, and I watched this game. Do you want to know why I watched this game? Oh, speaking of fantasy football... I was in the championship game or in the semifinals. Semifinals or championship game. This might have been the championship. Jerome Harrison hadn't played all year. I think he had had like, he had like 50 yards rushing for the entire season. The guy I'm playing picks him up on Sunday morning. Oh, yes, man. Ryan. Starts Jerome Harrison. So 28 plus 18. He had about 46, 50 points. And I lost, which was so unfair. <laughs> I had, and that's also, yeah, that's brutal. It was brutal. And I had Steve Smith from the Carolina Panthers was my star receiver. I'm watching that game in a sports bar. I think, and I don't even remember where I was. Steve Smith gets kicked out of the game in the first half. So Steve Smith gets kicked out. And then over on this TV is I'm like, oh, this, the guy I'm playing is Jerome Harrison. Who the, I've never even heard of Jerome Harrison. It's the third most yards ever rushed in football history, only behind. Uh, who uh, Adrian Peterson has the record, I think, for rushing yards in a game. And then Jamal Lewis, the Ravens, they were the top three. Uh, this guy, third most yards in football history. When I was a kid, it was Walter Payton had the single game record for the longest time until it was broken. So anyway, this no-name Jerome. So then after this great game, he signs a contract. One year, $2 million, becomes the starting running back in 2010. Doesn't even, he doesn't even finish the season. He's hurt. Jerome Harrison. So on this day in sports history, you crushed my best chance at ever winning. I've never won a fantasy title. 
You've never won a fantasy. I never won. And that's why I retired. I retired from fantasy football. I only like to just bet on games now because it was just so heartbreaking. Plus, I would draft way too many Steelers and not enough Ravens, Browns, or Bengals. And that's why I lost. But that was my best shot. And Jerome Harrison ruined it on this day in 2009. So, you know, college, college, it was National Signing Day. Uh, we have the TV on right now. They're talking about who had the best recruiting class. It's the same schools yeah. every year. Georgia, Georgia Bama, Texas, Oregon, Bama, Ohio Oregon. State. Yeah, uh, it's, all, it's all the same. They all get the best. Rich but, get richer. What's that? The rich get richer. The rich get richer. It's exactly what we were saying. But now uh, there's some high school kids. Now, I want to show you a video of this guy I saw online. High school lineman named Byron Washington. So uh, there's Byron Washington. He would be the biggest player in the NFL today. He's 6'9", 400 pounds. Now, this was them playing their big rival, uh, DeSoto. And look at him just manhandle. These defensive linemen. Now, how is that even fair? That is not fair. I mean, look at that. The kid... 6'9", 400 pounds. He's a junior in high school, ladies and gentlemen, and he hasn't been rated. So at the end of this clip, he has a chip on his shoulder because he hasn't been rated. Uh, you know, these, these recruits get three-star, four-star, five-star. So since it's National Signing Day, he's only a junior, so he won't be able to sign until what, next year? But at the end of it, he's a cheat code is what they're saying. 6'9", 400 as a junior in high school. Look at that poor number five. That <laughs> back. And he's agile, ladies and gentlemen. And at the end, see, he's like, rate me. See, he's still not rated, so that's a big thing for these high schoolers. But what were you your junior season? How tall and how much did you weigh your junior? junior? <laughs> I was uh, 5'9", 185. 185? Yeah, I was, I was a little muscle hamster. Oh, you, oh yeah, muscle, muscle I was, hamster. I was, I, was a, I was a fullback and a strong safety. So That's right, that's right. I, I, I think like in junior, I, my people. junior year, I was probably 5'2", 120. This guy is like four of me. Jerry, right? I grew. I, grew, I still grew another... So what? Eight inches. I'm five ten. <laughs> it's the loudest laugh of the show, ladies and gentlemen, right there. But my license says five seven. But anyway, all right. So anyway, that guy he's he's going to play in the pros. He'll play on Sundays. He's six nine four hundred pounds. But there's another guy in high school <coughs> athletes to watch. This guy plays at Long Beach Poly. His name is Nico Lamalavia. I don't know. I don't. Whatever they call him, millionaire Nico. By the way, he likes to play football in pajamas. Apparently, I don't know. He's already got those pants are several thousand dollar pants. Oh, they are. Yeah. How do you know this? There's some designer pants. No way. Yeah. So how does a high school kid already have thousand dollar pants? It, it, getting four hundred thousand just to be in you high know school. exactly. That's how because uh, he plays at Long Beach Poly High School, which is outside of L.A. His uh, nil nil deal, which is name and likeness, which all these college athletes are getting in every sport, but mostly football. It's worth $8 million. He's in high school. He's worth $8 million. But there's a catch. He has, to stay at three, he has to stay at least three years at University of Tennessee. So he's committed to the volunteers. So if he stays for three years, he gets $8 million. But he gets $400,000 up front. So maybe that's how he could afford the pants. Yeah. So in high, how do you, in high school, how is that? He's already got $400,000. Off of seven on seven tape. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Does he got a, he's got a whip. Yeah, he can throw the ball. But they gave him, Tennessee's given him 400 grand already. And if he stays three years, $8 million. Now, in football, they don't usually leave after. You got to play at least three years. So this yeah. kid's probably going to make $8 million, which he won't even make in the NFL unless he's a top pick, which according to this tape, he could be. But Nico Millionaire is his nickname. Millionaire Nico. Millionaire. Millionaire Nico. Millionaire. I mean, could you imagine in high school having $400,000? That would be nice. I'd get 20 bucks on Christmas from my uncle and aunt, and I was like, I am loaded, right? I'd get to lunch and like pudding was a dime and cake was a quarter and I'd sit down with all my boys. Who wants pudding? Daddy's got it. Six puddings all around. I'd, I'd take care of my friends. Anyway, these, 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 these nil deals are insane. Yeah, no, they've, they've almost ruined college football. Oh, well, you know, that's why Chip Kelly was talking about it. He's like, yeah. look, there's got to be some sort of regulation on this. They are. And the transfer portal, they can play one year somewhere and leave. Although Nico, I have a feeling we're going to see in Tennessee Orange for at least three years, because you got to get that $8 million. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, it's just, it's shocking. It's shocking. All right. We have a football game tomorrow night, which we'll talk more about. But uh, Saints and Rams, yep. I like the Rams in this game. I like the way the Rams are playing. I, they, they, they're, they look good. Yeah. They were up, they were up 21 seven on the, the commanders and the, going into the fourth quarter. And then yeah. they would give up some uh, garbage time points. But, right. 
And the Saints are all about that defense, but Derek Carr, you never, you never know what you're going to get with Derek Carr, do you? Yeah, no, you can't have faith in Derek Carr, even uh, though he's very much into faith. Yeah, he is. So what do we got tonight on the docket? We were talking about some games. Uh, we There's got bowl only, uh, games. Yeah, we got bowl games, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow is a bowl Tomorrow's game. Thursday. That's right. Yeah. Don't There's, we have bowl games tonight? No. No bowl games tonight. There's three NHL games and then uh, seven NBA games. And Sean had a pick he was thinking about. Sean, who is our NBA guy, who makes some great picks. But he liked to Clipper Maverick over, but then we, we found out Paul George is a game-time decision. Yep. And so is Kyrie Irving. Yep. Well, Kyrie's out. Oh, Kyrie's out. Yeah, Kyrie's out. Paul George is the game-time decision, and so the totals kind of moved down okay. um, in the last But hour. the Clippers have been hot. They, they, they dropped 150 the other night on, on Indiana. But Indiana doesn't even – do they try to play no, defense? they don't. No. They, they don't just even try and outshoot everybody. Yeah, yeah. they're just like, we're going we're gonna to run and gun, and then this is one of the games where they were off. But the Clippers are actually the hottest team in L.A. right now. The Lakers coming off that thing, the, the in-season trophy where they hoisted a banner. But uh, Eight straight wins for the Clippers. Eight straight wins for the Clippers? Eight straight wins. Two – Two straight games over 140. They had 144 against the Knicks and 151 against the They Pacers. will always be the Chargers of that town. You know what I mean? They're always going to be second behind the Lakers. But that new stadium, when does that new stadium that Paul Allen's building or whatever? Uh, I think it opens in a couple 20, years. Is it 26 or is it after that? Yeah. it's. I've already seen some some, some rough drawings and sketchings or whatever. Computer. By the way, he's he's so proud of this, Paul Allen, that he has more oh, bathrooms than any stadium. Next year. What year is it? It's supposed to open next year. Next year, yeah. He has more restrooms than any place ever. There's charging devices the for Intuit phones dome. at every seat. The Intuit Dome. The Intuit Dome. That's what it's called? That's what it's called. Well, I, I think that's good because the Chargers need their own, or the Clippers need their own home, right? Yeah. They should yeah. move out of LA. Yeah, honestly. they really, they should. Well, they were the San Diego Clippers and a Clipper is like a ship that is, I think they're boats. So it never made sense that they, again, Go why do these else. NBA teams, yeah. the Utah Jazz, change your name. It's ridiculous. Well. <laughs> we don't have much say in that. So. All right. That's true. Well, we got two more shows before Christmas. Um, I'm, I'm going to go out and look at some lights. I think I'm going to go to Enchant possibly tomorrow or Friday night. That's out at the Aviators Ballpark. Las Vegas where Ballpark. Where the yep. 51s used to play, but it's now the nope. Aviators. Nope. No? 51s were at Cashman Field, uh, oh. kind of down, downtown. And then they built a new ballpark in 20, 2019. Yeah, um, I got to check that out. And yeah. then uh, we have your, uh, your creep show. Well, we're going to close with that. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. So, okay. So we talked Jackie, uh, Jacqueline Marfugi, Marfugi. She's a talent. Why can't I put it? Jackie Marfugi Caprio was here and she has a movie on Amazon, a Christmas movie called Wise Guy Christmas, which you should check out. I also have something you could check out if you'd like to watch. Did we have a clip of it? Yeah. There's a lot more power. All right. So helpers, here's me, ladies and gentlemen. This is a creep show episode, the holiday special. Once. It's about 48 minutes. If you have Apple TV, you can get it on Apple. There's me doing some acting, ladies and gentlemen. He's clipping his gun. All right. Look at me. Ryan is this is me being drama. Dramatic. All right. We need that drop. And it's Satan's cause. It's going to rip us to pieces. We don't have a choice. Look at the drama. Feel the anger. It's like Denzel Washington. I'm too pretty. I'm too pretty, ladies and gentlemen. You're not helping the situation. Fine. You know what? You guys go ahead and fight. All right. That's Anna Camp and Adam Pally. Anna Camp from the Pitch Perfect movies. Adam Pally. From Sonic the Hedgehog, Jerry's favorite thing. So anyway, <laughs> if you want to see uh, an acting tour de force, ladies and gentlemen, by Frank Nicotero. Oh yeah, Adam Pally's pretty good, and Anna Camper pretty good. The whole cast was great. But this is a uh, my my cousin uh, adapted the story, wrote and directed it, so I was in it. I did audition for it. I was put on tape, network approved. It wasn't a nepotism thing, but uh, it's a really fun episode. It's a Christmas episode. It gets a little crazy. It's not for the kids. This isn't for the kids. If it's creep show. There's four seasons of Creep Show. This is the one episode I've done. It's the Holiday Spectacular. It's on Apple. Or if you have Shudder, which is AMC's horror thing, you can watch it for free. So uh, if anyone watches it and doesn't have a good time watching it, I will refund a dollar ninety nine to you. What did you turn into? Like I turn a into werewolf a uh, werewolf thing. A werewolf. A werewolf. Not a werewolf, but a werewolf. I don't want to give away too much, but it's a pig of some sort. And because uh, yeah. my character was kind of a pig, you'll see me. I, I say something very crude to Anna Camp, which I had a hard time doing because she's so lovely and nice. And the office episode where she's at, she plays Pam's, uh, one of Pam's Sister? sisters. Yeah. So I, got, I was talking to her about that. And then I had to say this line to her, which was in bad taste. But anyway, it was in the script. So I had to do it. But it's a fun episode. It gets a little crazy that Santa and Satan are kind of connected. It's not for the family. But if you want to check that out, Creep Show Holiday Special. We shot it during COVID. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It's it's actually a really really entertaining episode. Uh, I know a lot of my I know Bob Del Pizzo have seen it several times. It's it's entertaining. 
So you guys are all going to watch it and come back with reviews, right? <laughs> Jerry's going to watch it, and I, I don't. I, don't I see watched it. it cutting it up. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, you, oh, that's right. I see. Yeah. Okay. There you go. It's it's a fun. It's entertaining. Just like this show and today's show was very entertaining. We'd like to thank everybody. Uh, thank to Chris Andrews and the sports book and everybody that put together the holiday party. We had a blast last night. Uh, we have two more shows before Christmas tomorrow. Butch Bradley will be here Friday uh, working on a special guest. Hopefully he can make it too. But we really appreciate you guys watching. What are our subscribers up to? We're at 887. 887. Let's get to Next nine. one's 888. 888. Oh, that would, be, that would be good. Tomorrow we better have 888. Okay. So anyway, thank you for all watching. Share the show. Jerry always cuts some clips together that are, you know, some of the funniest moments that'll be on TikTok. We're on TikTok now. You can see the show here on YouTube live, or you can watch it later after. We want to thank Dom's Pizza and Trafford PA for showing the show. Steiners right down the street. Steiners for showing the show. And where we were last night, Oasis. the Oasis. What a great bar. What a great place. We were watching football. We had the holiday party. Then we went and played some blackjack. But the staff there, Mike and Anthony, were the kids that took care of us last night. They were outstanding. Make sure you go to the Oasis over on Decatur. Decatur and Tropicana, yeah. Decatur and Tropicana. What a great place. I'm definitely going to go back. So we appreciate you guys showing the show. We appreciate you watching the show because we have fun making it. Thank you. We will see you tomorrow. Punchlines live in Nevada every show.